Thanks for listening to Orion Talents from the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. On this show, we've talked about many of the industries Orion works with, including semiconductors, residential construction, manufacturing, oil and gas, and building controls. On today's show, we'll take a deep dive into the construction industry, touching on commercial, industrial, residential, and more. The construction industry has seen steady growth in 2018, and that's expected to grow over the next 12 months. In today's show, I'm talking to Carrie Garrison, an Orion recruiter and in-house construction industry expert. We'll talk about the similarities between the military and the construction industry, misconceptions about the industry, opportunities for veterans, and why now is a good time to begin a career in construction. If you're listening to the show on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, make sure you subscribe and share with a friend. If you have any questions about the show or topics for a future podcast, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hey, Carrie, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Megan, looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm really excited to have you. Um, one of the questions that our recruiters get a lot, and I'm sure you hear this all the time, is just regarding the industries that are hiring. And I know that can change a little bit from year to year, but one industry that seems to remain pretty steady is the construction industry. And um, it's been reported that the uptick that we saw in 2018 in non-residential construction spending is expected to continue throughout the next year. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the growth in the construction industry. I also saw a survey that said 72% of construction CEOs expect to increase their revenue and um, that almost that exact same number plan to increase their hiring. So with all of that being said, it sounds like it's a really exciting time to join this industry, and I thought that you'd be a great person to tell our listeners about it. Absolutely. All right. So, Carrie, before we get into and talk all about the construction industry, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure. So, a little bit about my background. I am a former Army Adjutant General Corps officer, um, essentially for our non-Army folks out there, that's a human resource officer, and I transitioned off of active duty as an 03 captain. I served almost seven years um, conjunctive service between active duty and the Texas Army National Guard. And with Orion, I've been with Orion for over six years, um, primarily filling, um, supported filling roles in the South Central and Midwest region. Um, on the military officer side of the house. I work with candidates um, that are located in my region as well to provide transition assistance and coach on resume writing, interview prep, as they get ready to enter their interview window. And that's regardless of where they decide to focus the job search. And I also serve as one of our national trainers. So I work with companies to help them better understand the best practices for evaluation, onboarding, and retention of military talent. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Carrie. It's great to have you. So, um, you know, some of these industries, we talked about them in pretty extensive detail between oil and gas, residential construction, semiconductors. So we've got all of those podcasts if anyone's interested in listening to those. Um, some of them, it's kind of interesting because you see more similarities in how someone from the military can easily integrate into these industries whereas some of them it's a little bit more difficult to kind of see that direct translation. So in your opinion, what are some of the similarities between the military and then the construction industry? 
So the construction industry really gives you as a leader the opportunity to provide frontline leadership, um, you know, the ability to manage a team. So, you know, typically in construction, whether it's, you know, vertical construction, horizontal construction, um, across, you know, residential, commercial, industrial, um, combat arms leaders generally do very well in the industry because they've got that frontline leadership experience. But at the same time, you know, our other military skill sets, um, branches, military occupational specialties shouldn't feel excluded from being a marketable candidate um, because they will have still a high degree of leadership experience. And so we've seen success um, really across the different branches of service in construction. Um, so not only that, you know, frontline leadership opportunity that you have in the military, but also in those staff support positions as well. So um, very similar to a staff officer in the military, in the construction industry, you've got positions like estimators, project managers that support leaders in the field managing the construction projects. Okay, yeah, very good. And Carrie, just to go back to something you said at the very beginning, I have heard the vertical and horizontal construction before, but could you give a little bit more detail about, I guess, really the definition of both to some of our listeners who might not be familiar with it? Right. So there's a couple of different types of construction. Vertical construction is going to be um, residential construction. So those are your home builders out there. You have commercial construction, which are going to be, you know, your hotels, your fast food chains, museums, universities, hospitals. And then you have industrial construction, which might be, you know, refineries for oil and gas versus horizontal construction is going to be more of your uh, road, bridges, things of that nature. Okay, very good. Yeah, thanks for clarifying that. So, Carrie, based on your interactions with candidates, are there some misconceptions that um, you've heard regarding this industry? So, just a couple that came to my mind that I've heard before are maybe that the jobs are all dirty, maybe that it's not an industry suited for women. Um, it's not a, not that it's not a skilled workforce, it's not a very educated workforce, maybe is um, one of the misconceptions I've heard. So can you talk about maybe those misconceptions or maybe any others that you've heard? Sure. I think that when people think about the construction industry, they think about manual labor. And so although the industry is made up of, of many skilled trades, from a leadership perspective, we fill a variety of positions in industry that are very white collar in nature. So, um, and we'll talk about some of those types of positions, I'm sure later on in the podcast, but you know, you've got a lot of behind the scenes positions. And of course, you've got that those blue collar roles as well um, for leaders that don't want to sit behind a desk all day, where they have the opportunity to lead projects on the job site, working hand in hand with contractors and skilled tradesmen. Um, you know, another misconception is that female candidates cannot fill roles in the construction industry, and that's just not true. I mean, that statement would be just as true as saying that women cannot be engineers. And I think the biggest misconception is that a candidate who doesn't have or a candidate doesn't have a civil engineering degree or construction management degree that they cannot fill a role in, in or a leadership role in construction. And so what we have found that construction companies are in such high demand for top talent and solid leadership that they're willing to take somebody 
coming out of the military um, with a you know variety of leadership under the under their belt and teach them the industry. And they're willing to do that because they don't have to spend their time teaching military candidates on how to be effective leaders. Yeah, that's a good point, Carrie. And um, I think, like you said, we will talk a little bit more about the positions, and that actually kind of leads me to my next question. Do you find that many of the skills learned in the military are directly transferable to roles in construction? And if so, what types of roles are typically a good fit? Sure. So really, when we look at candidates for the construction industry, we've got three types of candidates. So we've got candidates with no experience, so those that are coming out of the military um, with no construction experience other than their, the leadership aspect. We've got candidates with some experience, so those coming out of the military, maybe they were a, a Corps of Engineer uh, candidate, a combat engineer, they've got a seat, maybe they've got a CV background, um, or that can include candidates that maybe they don't have a construction background from the military, but they did have, upon joining the military, maybe a construction management degree or a civil engineering engineering degree prior to joining the military. So those I would put in the some experience field. And then of course we've got experienced candidates where our, you know, those are our folks that have transitioned out and have gained relevant construction experience in the industry. And so we found that the best candidates for these types of positions are going to be, you know, junior military officers or senior non-commissioned officers with outstanding leadership, supervisory, and project management skills with or without construction or related project management experience. And that's really dependent on the company and the position. A bachelor's degree is preferred, but again, not always required. And that also is dependent on the company. So when we're looking at transferable skills, we're looking at leadership, the ability to manage subcontractors, we're looking at logistics, um, working with vendors and materials management, team building, goal achievement, and project management that includes time management and budget management. You've got to be able to track the status of various projects and take appropriate action to ensure that they remain on time, on budget, and then, of course, just like the military, keeping safety at the forefront of all operations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Carrie, you did a great job outlining that. And you can, it's pretty clear a lot of these similarities. So hopefully any of our candidates listening that maybe haven't considered a career in construction or didn't know if they would be a good fit can see based on what you're talking about that you don't even really need to have that experience. Sometimes it depends on the company and their qualifications and then also what you did in the military. So moving on to kind of the, I guess, the overall outlook. I said at the beginning of the show um, that construction is doing very well and it's projected to still do well in 2019 and beyond. So I want to talk a little bit about the opportunity that exists within this industry. Um, I want you to touch on the growth of the industry. You've talked a little bit about typical positions already, but if there's anything else you want to add there. And then um, I'm sure anyone listening also probably wants to know about pay, especially as compared to other industries, and then also some of the companies we work with. So I'll hand it over to you to discuss some of that. Sure. So just like you mentioned in the beginning, um, the construction industry is, is definitely in an uptick right now. 
Um, it is a prime time really here over the next 24 months to get into this industry. Um, and, you know, of course, every industry has its peaks and valleys, um, but this is definitely the time if construction is of interest to you um, to focus on getting into, you know, one of the typical positions. And to talk more on some of the typical positions that we fill, um, the thing to keep in mind as we go through these roles is that for a lot of companies, they use very similar titles to positions, but that level of responsibility can range. And so although I'm going to give an, a general overview to what some of these um, positions generally entail, there's some variance across industry. So the first position would be a project engineer. And a project engineer um, is somebody who interacts with a variety of staff at all levels in an ever-changing environment. They are somebody who uh, will review, provide analysis, management, and resolution of um, coordination in the field with project team members and participants. In that position, you're working with all aspects of the team. You're supporting the project manager, the estimator, superintendents on the job site. This is generally a, a stepping stone position where you can then advance into um, one of the pr promotion paths like estimating project management, um, which are more white collar behind the scenes roles or into a frontline leadership position, which would be your superintendents managing the job site. And so many companies that we've begun to work, work, work with actually have leadership development programs where you spend time learning all of those types of positions before being placed in a typical career path. The next position I'll talk about is your assistant project manager or project manager manager role. In that position, essentially you're managing all aspects of construction projects from beginning to end with re direct responsibility for project budget and execution while leading a team or, or teams uh, to accomplish specific objectives in a given time frame with available resources. So you are accountable for assigned projects, the scope of work, the schedule, the budget. Again, as I mentioned, this is more of a behind the scenes um, white collar role. Um, you're looking at timely completion of assigned projects. You're you know, you know, making sure that there's customer satisfaction. You're plan, uh, planning and analyzing assigned projects. Um, you're involved in the um, everything from the budget to performance of the, the project, the closeout of the project, and communicating the status of that project with all direct leadership. And then a superintendent and also an assistant superintendent, very similarly, uh, just depends on your level of experience. That's your, your frontline leadership role, as I mentioned. So that's an on-the-site you know, on the job site, coordinating all phases of the construction project. So you're working with subcontractors, you're managing material and equipment, you're ensuring that specifications are being strictly followed, um, work is proceeding on schedule and within budget, and um, you're also responsible for scheduling inspections, quality control, and then overall job site safety. And then lastly, your estimator role. This is a position where um, you're in charge of all of the overall budgeting, bidding, and buyout of a construction project. So this position analyzes all project documents to determine the overall estimated cost of a project and is involved with projects throughout the planning, designing, and construction phases. 
And talking about pay for the construction industry in general for some of these positions, you know, it's very competitive. I would say that the W-2 for these roles range anywhere from 75 to 150K plus, depending on experience. And uh, there's also a lot of perks that generally go along with that compensation package. So typically, um, you're given either a company car or a car allowance of 500 or more, um, a phone or a phone stipend. Um, traditionally, you're going to have a bonus structure on top of your base pay um, that's tied to project completion. And then also per diem or travel pay if you're traveling to projects. And companies we typically work with, uh, to name a few, on the commercial side of the house, companies like LNG Builders, Train, Turner Construction, Mortensen Construction, Yates Construction, Industrial would be companies like Marathon Petroleum Company, Residential would be companies, home builders like David Weekly, Lennar, Ryland, Chesmar Homes, and then also on the horizontal side, you know, some municipalities. Um, for instance, here in Texas, Harris County is a, um, uh, some, you know, municipal roles that we fill. Very good. And, you know, Carrie, one of the things that we hadn't touched on yet in the podcast is just with these roles, how you are not going to be geographically locked. Um, there's construction roles nationwide, and so I'm sure that's something that's appealing to candidates as well. Absolutely. And, and so I would say that um, not only are, you know, we've got positions that um, we fill all over the U.S., some that do not require much travel and some that require uh, a, high, a high number or percentage of travel. And that's, you know, very dependent on the company and kind of where all they have projects that they're working on. But, you know, sometimes, you know, and I'll use Texas as an example, uh, you know, I might have a candidate that is San Antonio only, um, but still they enjoy traveling. They like to, you know, go and experience and see other places. Um, some of the major corporations that we work with um, allow you to, you know, work out of your home office and you're essentially traveling based on the project that you're working on over the country, across the country. And so, um, you know, they're going to pay for you to be out at the job site and then come home for a while. Um, so there are positions that allow for that flexibility. And then there are those roles that, you know, you might take a position in the Dallas-Fort Worth area where all of your projects are in and around the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So it just kind of depends on, on the company and, and where all their business is. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's definitely a good point. So wrapping this up, is there any other advice that you would like to give to a veteran who's interested in finding a job in the construction industry? Um, well, the first, you know, sort of cliche, I would say work with Orion. Um, you know, what we are going to be able to do is get you in front of the hiring managers where at that stage, you're really going to be able to correlate your experience. Um, and I think that's the hardest part for our veterans. The second piece I would say is just interview prep. So you've got to be able to, to compare your platoon leader time, your company command, XO, S4 logistics experiences to similar type roles in the industry that like those that I've talked about on this podcast. 
Awesome. Well, Carrie, thank you so much. As always, I always appreciate your insight. So thank you for joining us today. And we hope to have you back on the podcast at some point soon. All right. Thanks, Megan. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Orion's From the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud so that you never miss an episode. We'd love to hear from you. So if you have any feedback, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Our goal is to help all military job seekers through their transition and beyond. So make sure you share our show with your friends. See you next time.